Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's newsletter. This is Jana from The Purse. The US deficit is projected at $2.3 trillion in 2021, and this is not counting the additional $1.9 trillion stimulus. On Thursday, the Congress Budget Office said that the inflated level comes from the added spending that Congress has instituted to combat the effects of the pandemic and the economic disruption this has caused. The US Federal Reserve confirmed interest rates will remain low for a while, and the true unemployment rate is likely to be closer to 10%. The European central bank balance sheet has hit an all-time high as the money printing continues. Total assets rose by another 21.1 billion euros this past week. UK GDP fell by 9.9% in 2020 due to the pandemic. This is the biggest fall in annual GDP since the Great Frost of 1709, when the economy shrank by 13%. The economy avoided a double-dip recession, however, with growth of 1% in Q4 of 2020. And investors poured 50 billion into global stocks last week. Historically low interest rates and expectations for a big rebound this year in economic, in global economic growth is driving investor decisions. And Tesla purchased $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. This was disclosed last Monday. This is the biggest endorsement of the cryptocurrency by a mainstream company. Tesla also said it would begin accepting the digital, digital token as a form of payment for its electric cars. And more institutions pile into crypto. MasterCard will let merchants accept payments in crypto this year. And New York-based banking giant BY Mellon is developing a prototype that it claims will be the financial industry's first multi-asset digital digital custody and administration platform, both digital and and traditional assets. Not surprisingly, Bitcoin hit an all-time high above $49,000 on Friday. Its market cap crossed $900 billion and Ether leads the DeFi way. It also set a new all-time high above $1,850 on Friday. And on Thursday, Bumble, the online dating app listed on the NASDAQ, it raised $2.2 billion, exceeding expectations, which valued the, the company at over 7 billion dollars. At 31, CEO and founder Whitney Wolf Hurd is the youngest female founder to take a, a US company public on the extremely small list of women founders who led IPOs. And the Women and Equalities Committee have produced a report on gendered economic differences and focused specifically on these two schemes, furlough and the self-employment income support scheme. They argued investment plans that are skewed towards male-dominated sectors have the potential to create unequal outcomes for men and women, exacerbating existing inequalities. Women who may have been forced to bring forward retirement plans due to the pressures of COVID-19 must make sure their pension pots are robust enough so they do not run out of money during retirement. And we're tracking Astia, a global organization which invests, advises, and partners to level the investment playing field for women. Astia has launched a $100 million early stage fund, which will invest globally in high growth companies that have at least one woman in an executive equity holding position. The Astia Fund has been led by an investment from MasterCard. And don't forget to listen to the PERS podcast. We have published an interview with Julia Angelis, who is the portfolio manager of the health innovation strategy at Bailey Gifford. We talk about biotech and healthcare, why we're on the cusp of a revolution in healthcare, investing in Moderna Incorporated, 
what it's like being part of an all-female fund team, and more. Stay safe, everyone. Look after yourselves. And I look forward to catching up with you all again next week. Bye for now.